0: Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca.
1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio. Now start planning your fall Mississippi staycation or vacation. Everything you need to know to do that is over at visitmississippi.org. And as you know, it's Friday here on Super Talk, which means that you're going to have plenty of opportunity to catch some football coverage. You can catch a local game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station, plus you can stream a ton of games and get up to the minute score from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Supertalk of Mississippi app. And if you want to hear a wonderful story, heartwarming story, about some football players in central Mississippi, I encourage you to take the time to go over to the Good Things Facebook group and see it there. It is about a bystander who went in for some Mexican food on her way home one evening, and she just got to experience what we should all experience from young uh, teenage men in today's societies, especially if they are raised uh, correctly. So it will definitely warm your heart. And also what will warm your heart is hearing how apprenticeships, also known as on-site training, can play a vital role in the economy of small communities here in Mississippi. And new research by the Urban Institute highlights the benefits of these rural registered youth apprentice um, programs. And joining us here on Good Things is Bhavani. She is the Senior Research Associate with the Urban Institute, and she's here to tell us about a unique experience in Moselle, Mississippi. Good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon, Rebecca. Thank you for
1: having me. It's good to have you here. And I, uh, love this story. One, because I spent a couple of years living in Moselle, Mississippi. And so I'm very familiar with the small community there. And it's a wonderful place, but it is rural. And so I'm excited to hear that they're getting some opportunities to bring youth into the community for, for education. So talk about, talk about a little bit about what these rural registered youth apprenticeship programs lots of words, uh, do for our
2: communities? (laughs) Absolutely. So youth apprenticeship is an earn and learn program for young people in or just after high school. They combine both academics with paid work across several different sectors. Um, So there are five key components for a youth apprenticeship program. First, they're paid jobs. Employers provide competitive wages to apprentices during their training. Uh, apprentices also gain uh, hands-on and practical experience um, in the job. They have classroom learning through a college or online provider. And many apprentices actually earn college credits or even an associate's degree during the program. And apprentices are mentored on the job by an experienced professional. And they earn, a, when they complete the program, they earn a national credential that is portable. So it's a win-win for both apprentices and employers who are looking to fill, you know, these talent shortages and, and, the, and the skills gap that a lot of them are experiencing right now.
1: We can imagine, particularly with Mississippi being a rural state sort of in general, some of the roadblocks to getting at least young people onto a farm or, you know, into your or on-site training, especially if you're not maybe in a college sort of setting. So what are some of those roadblocks, though, that, you know, that farms run up to or organizations run up against getting the quality apprentices out there without help from a program like this?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of places, you know, rural communities are shrinking. So, uh, you know, young people, um, once they finish, um, you know, high school are off to college in the different, in different cities, or they, they, um, you know, uh, leave, uh, to the city for better wages and things like that, or they create, you know, or they settle into low-skilled job because there, are, there are not many jobs offered around there. There's also a lot of, um, you know, uh, traveling distance is a huge issue in public transportation, for example. Um, In Mississippi, our apprentices had to, you know, travel a long distance to get to the farm, um, you know, in order to work on the horse farm and things like that. So, you know, uh, and, and public transportation is not often available. They had to rely on either their parents or or friends, or even the Gaddises who employ them um, to to help with transportation.
1: Well, let's talk about the um, the Gaddises. I was going to say mm-hmm. the Gaddises. I mean, it's a great story out of Moselle. They um, they have a twenty acre horse farm, and it's where they buy, sell, and train horses. And so, what? How did you connect with them in terms of them being interested in being part of an apprenticeship program?
2: So we got connected with them through the state director in Mississippi. Um, they were, um, funnily enough, the the apprentices actually approached them um, for uh, uh, training in, in um, you know, horses and things like that. They weren't really, they did not know a lot about apprenticeship when they started it. The apprentices came up to them and said, hey, we want to learn um, how to train horses. We want to work with you. Um, and they started to explore different things. When they were doing research online, they come in, came across the Mississippi, uh, apprenticeship program, MAP, MAP, um, that works with employers and community colleges to set up apprenticeship programs. And through the, um, through this Mississippi apprenticeship program, they reached out to one of our partners, IWSI and Urban Institute. And we were able to help them not just set up their program, but also provide some incentives. Um, to help um, some of the startup costs.
1: And I read where, for the Gattises, having these apprentices a part of their program now, it gives them the opportunity to think about expansion, maybe new dreams for their farms that they wouldn't have been able to do, you know, without the help of having some on-site, well, I mean, it's on-site help, but you're also offering the education to the apprentice. I mean, so it's a win-win for, for both sides. So if we've got farmers or maybe other small businesses listening to Good Things Today, Bhavani, and they think, wow. I would love an opportunity to have an apprentice uh, you know um, work with us or join us. Is this something more
2: people can get involved in? Absolutely. And in fact, the Gattises have been such a catalyst um, around small businesses in, in their community. More farms is another um, you know small business that, that does agricultural work that actually have come abroad uh, come aboard with um, apprenticeship because of the gattises. Um, the has talked to them about apprenticeship, and they connected with us, and we were able to support them with, I believe, nine or ten apprentices this past year. So yes, this this is such a well you know well kept secret, but it shouldn't be. I mean, a lot of employers should should be able to use this um, this type of training where they where they take young people and really train them in the job that they want they envision for them. They not only help these um, young people, you know, set up with career pathways, but also, you know, gain a lot of retention. For example, um, you know, our studies have shown that, uh, you know, over seventy-five people, seventy-five percent of apprentices that um, uh, complete the apprenticeship program stay on. There's a huge return on investment for employers as well. A recent South Carolina University study shows that um, employers recoup their investment. for every dollar they invest. They have a return on investment of about one uh, one dollar and twenty six cents. Well, um, I just and over 90 percent. No, go ahead. Of apprenticeship sponsors say they recommend it to others, actually.
1: Well, I just feel like, Vivani, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head in terms of this is a well-kept secret, because when I read it, I was like, more people should know about this opportunity. I mean, you think back way back when, even farther beyond my day, right? The apprenticeship was how things you know got passed down how people learn trades you know on the site training and then you were able to sort of hire them and so you know it's the original votech I think but in a little less formal formal kind of kind of way and you you create these relationships and you do you get students who are sincerely interested in the trade in which you're trying um, to provide so on the flip side if you've got you know um, family members or either young people listening to good things today and what's the age range if they're if they may want to be an apprentice maybe they want to be on the other side of this where you connect them with a small business or a farm operation who's looking to take on the task.
2: Yeah. So um, our apprenticeship program is funded by the Department of Labor, and we um, provide, um, you know, incentives and technical assistance and help and support to um, employers, um, hire um, apprentices in the 16 to 21 age groups. Uh, but there are several other apprenticeship programs that even hire, you know, um, young people in their tw- or late 20s, you know, or early 30s um, that are looking for a change in their career, um, want to do something different. So at one point, as you said, you know, apprenticeship was Hard off for just a construction or electrical or plumbing. And, you know, and, and those are the traditional trades. While these are still around, today apprenticeships are for emerging sectors such as information technology, healthcare, energy, advanced manufacturing. Um, and, and you have tech giants like, you know, um, Google and Microsoft, um, uh, doing apprenticeships as well. Well, where can we go for more information? You can go to, uh, www.urban.org or email us at apprenticeship at urban.org and it's a win-win for for all partners urban has deep expertise and can help schools employers and other stakeholders start and expand registered apprenticeship programs for you
1: well i appreciate your time ivana here on good things i think it's a great program but you guys stick with us we've got more for you coming up next
3: Have you worked at the same company for multiple years? Always on time, doing what's expected? You were told when you were hired there was a chance to move up the ladder. But it never happened. Ace Bolt and Screw Company, locally owned and operated since 1969, are looking to hire multiple warehouse techs with opportunities to move up the ladder. Competitive pay, full-time employment, and benefits are available. To apply, email hr at acebolt.net.
1: Feel better, faster. mississippi adventure awaiting you but you gotta take some time and go to visit to explore a little more there are more concerts for you they are back and on september the 26th legendary rock group santana you know where they'll be? They'll be here in Mississippi at the Brandon Amphitheater. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But it is good things, and it's Friday this week, so you got another chance to win a pair of tickets to see Santana. So we've done 17, Rhino. We've done 27. It's Friday. What random wacky text number are you going to – no, not the number. The number hasn't changed. The, the entry number, I guess I should say to win or who wins which entry number help me out i'm sinking
5: we're going to go with lucky number 19 today on the lucky text line.
1: number 19 so if you are the 19th texter with the key phrase then you will win a pair of tickets to see santana on september the 26th and the text number is six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. and the key phrase is carlos very original. <laughs> but but it works for Santana. So number nineteen, Rhino will be watching that. And you will win um, a pair of tickets. Again, that is September the 26th at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon. And, of course, you can go ahead and get you a pair of tickets at Ticketmaster.com if you do not win today. But if you are listening to Good Things and you are from Louisiana, maybe you're here listening on the radio in your hotel room or where you're uh, staying for a little while, or maybe you're uh, shacked up with some friends here in Mississippi, Then, and you need some help or assistance in your recovery from Hurricane Ida, we want you to take a little time. Today And go to supertalk.fm slash Ida. That's I-D-A. And there you will find all the information that you need about insurance, FEMA assistance, power and safety, economic recovery, and sort of more. So if you're scratching your head trying to figure out maybe what's the next steps or maybe you feel like you know what to do but there's always more to learn or maybe you feel like you might be missing something, then just take some time today to go to supertalk.fm slash Ida. And, of course, if you know someone who may not be listening to Good Things but could utilize that information, then just text that to them now or send them the link. And, again, that's supertalk.fm slash Ida. I appreciate some of you who took the time during um, the first segment here on Good Things to go be our friend on the Good Things Facebook group. And it was a good story to sort of tease you with to get you there. As we talk about it. It's Friday Night Lights here uh, in Mississippi. And you just always love to hear random Good stories about youngsters, and this just happens to be young men who looked as if they were in Brandon football athletic wear, and there's about 15 to 20 of them. So this wasn't two or three kids. This was like a big group of, you know, teens who appear to be in the athletic department there. And Brandon, um, according to their, I guess their wardrobe would be the, the giveaway. Anyway, this woman shares her experience. The, the gentleman opened her door for her and her, her girls as they were coming in to eat, didn't know them. Uh, they allowed her to have a booth in, in time. They were just complete. An utter gentleman. And then she ended up watching them uh, before they ate. They took the time to bless their food. Uh, They were kind to their wait staff. And not because they knew that anybody was secretly taking a photo and going to post it on Facebook. You couldn't convince 15 or 20 teenagers, (laughs) in my humble opinion, to take the time to sort of do that, uh, coordinate all of that. I feel like these uh, young men were just raised right, and they've got a good friendship and a good uh, friend group, and they were just being themselves. And someone took notice and decided to take to Facebook, and it has gone viral For all the right reasons. So if you have time today to go join us over on the Good Things Facebook group, we would love for you to read that. And then obviously pass... Along the good information, I also want to pass along that you still have an opportunity to get some unclaimed uh, money out of out of um, from the from the state treasurer's department. I saw a headline where state treasurer David McRae presented the Mississippi Department of Transportation. Who knew that they had unclaimed uh, money out there? $50,000. $50,000. So that's kind of a big uh, a big chunk of change. So the funds owed to MDOT were returned over to the state treasurer's office from banks and other entities after uh, sitting and unclaimed an extended amount of time. So when you think of property, I always get this wrong. I think it's like your houses or actual cars or something that you got maybe left when you're you know, great uncle passed or whatever it may be. We think of property that way. But it can be deposits. It can just be, you know, you overpaid something or just didn't get it back or just little checks and balances here and there. And for some of you, it can add up to be uh, a lot of money. For MDOT, it added up to be $50,000, and that got to be given back. To where it belongs. So that's a pretty cool uh, story as well. If you have a good story too, you're always welcome to share it over on the Good Things Facebook group. We love to see what you're seeing out there that's the best of Mississippi. But going back to our first guest here, Rhino, who was talking about the apprenticeships, I thought to myself, man, and again I went back to in my, way before my day you would have people who would apprentice in what we what we now call Votech but they would get on the job training skip all of the fluff in education and then learn the skills from someone who's been doing it forever sort of passed down and then usually are set up to take the reins even if it's not necessarily in a family situation it can just be someone who you know came in learned the ropes and then Maybe they went off and started their own business or whatever it may be, which is interesting to hear now. It's like can go into tech and to other areas. But I want to go back to like that rough and ragged period. Like if you could be an apprentice for anything, like what trade would you have wanted to work under a master to get better at?
5: Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is blacksmithing, but that was a pretty rough and tumble living when, when the apprentice and master relationship was the m- mm-hmm. main way to educate yourself. So I would probably go with carpentry because I've always found it fascinating how different masters found different workarounds to do different things with wood, and uh, it wouldn't require near as much heat in an unair conditioned era.
1: Agreed. I would have I would have gone with that. Um, and then I also like sewing. And I know you You probably are screaming at the radio, home ec? You didn't have back in my day. Again, we had home ec. And yeah, and I can totally work a button. I can totally... You know, sew two pieces of fabric together if I had to, and I might can make something to cover me up if I absolutely had nothing to wear. But I'm talking about like real sewing, like stitching and understanding sort of how all that goes down. I think it's an incredible skill to have. It's a talent, and you can't always just learn that from. There's feel to it. There's rhythm to it. There's all the things. If you are a good seamstress, you're shaking your head, or if you had a mom or. Or grandmother or someone who, who was, like quilting. Quilting, it looks easy, like the concept. Ah, oh, you just fill a bunch of squares together and you get a pretty blanket. Yeah. <laughs> No to me.
5: Ma- <laughs> practice it's a lot harder.
1: <laughs> it's a whole lot harder than that. So we do have a winner for the tickets. So thank you so much for um for playing along with that. But if you would want to be an apprentice for something, we'd love to know what that was and maybe you were, maybe you went through that route um of of working under someone, learning the ropes and the skills on-hand on-site training to sort of provide you with whatever job or a uh, trade that you have today. There's so many out there that I feel like, but I'm a, I'm a hands-on learner, hands down, huh, pun intended. So I would enjoy apprenticing or shadowing or, I mean, it would be endless for me. There's not too many trades that I, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to go to the point of being a master at it, but that I would love to dabble in. There's a lot of trades and you don't, Because you have to have a little bit of time and energy to learn the basics, like forging, like the people we have that do do all of that, making things with fire. I think that would be so much fun to sit back, watch, and sort of
5: learn. It's an interesting dynamic with with blacksmithing and forging because you you look at the, the master and the apprentice model that was the way they were educated for centuries. And that was long before you could go to the store and mm-hmm. buy a hammer or buy a pair of tongs. So starting out, you're learning the fundamentals and the basics. You're learning how to build your own tools that you'll then use to build more stuff.
1: Could you imagine the cost of a coffee table if that's what it took to get one, to get one into your home today?
9: Oh,
5: yeah.
1: That's why I like handmade furniture, true, like rocking chairs, handmade furniture, those type of things. I mean they just cost more. Now I'm sure they're not I'm sure they didn't make their own hammer to make their own table, but they could
4: have.
5: Well if you were a a woodworker and you needed a metal hammer, you had to go to the blacksmith and have them make you a hammer to your specifications.
1: True story. Apprenticing. It's a funny word. Apprenticeship, apprenticing. What would you want to apprentice? Is that the right word? Huh. If you had the chance, you can let us know. We've got that and more for you coming up next.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 93. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 71. And for your Sunday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five pounds Gulf Shrimp Labor Day Special only $24.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601 790 9407.
0: diamond importer from anywhere in mississippi we're at 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and junikerjewelry.com
7: no drip roofing in construction the name says it all whatever mother nature can dish out no drip roofing in construction can take care of it with no deposits up front required 601-371-1051 601-371-1051
3: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Coast Guard was able to get the ports at Pascagoula and Gulfport open quickly after Ida. A Chevron refinery in Pascagoula and another in Collins have basically been running 24-7 since. Congressman Stephen Palazzo says another concern is the Mississippi River.
8: And they had a huge, I want to say, 18-line power line uh, fall into the Mississippi River. I mean, there's probably over 200 barges uh, busted loose, um, are damaged. That's going to affect, you know, our economy to an extent.
3: The man seen on live television assaulting an MSNBC reporter while he was covering Ida from Gulfport is under arrest. Ohio native Benjamin Dagley was taken into custody by US Marshals in Dayton Thursday. In a video that went viral since the incident took place on Sunday, Dagley is seen parking his truck before running toward the reporter, Shaquille Brewster, and screaming at him. I'm Kelly Bennett.
8: With a historical barrier gone and a new state flag flying, it's the dawn of a new day and new opportunity for Mississippi. The Mississippi Economic Council has identified three areas vital for shaping our future. Bolstering education and workforce development, enhancing our business climate, and keeping and attracting the best and brightest talent to build a stronger, more competitive state. Thanks to a sponsorship from Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi, MEC will be meeting with leaders across the state to develop a plan for securing our future. For more, visit MEC.MS. In a world full of noise
7: The latest news
8: Finding information that
0: matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner.
8: She looks healthy and
0: sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, or play. So take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org, explore a little more. We're getting more on movies with our movie buff, Tanya. So welcome. It's Friday. Yes, finally. Finally Friday. And I was just telling you, I'm so proud of myself. I, I don't walk the shame. Well I, well, I guess have the radio shame today that I didn't. I feel like it's not my homework, but I feel yeah. like you give, you give us these great you know options for movies. And then I want to watch them. And then I did. I watched two of them over the over the weekend I did stream he's all that which was she's all that sort of spinoff yeah it's definitely supposed to be a streaming movie super cute (laughs) for families and then too, the the Hugh Jackman movie reminiscence I think is the right word I may have it wrong Mm -hmm. and um cute too so two two thumbs up I I don't know if I'd watch them again but I I enjoyed them
4: yeah I agree yeah I did watch he's all that too this week I had found myself you know I'm in an all-boy household and I was by myself one night. They all were kind of doing their thing. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch it. So I did. Yeah. So I and thought it was, overall it was cute. I did not like Courtney Ka- Kardashian in it. I thought she, you know, I, un, not to anyone's surprise, she's not an actress.
1: No, but I did appreciate, well, I don't want to give it away. But anyway, there, it's not, she doesn't get the crowning glory
4: out of the movie. Well, of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, true. You
1: know, I was like, good for you, girl. And you yes. have to watch it to sort of see it. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a cute um, and I would say I, my daughter did watch it. She was nine. I probably would have waited uh, Tween, early teen, maybe there was one or two. I was like, oh, scenes, but it's not. I mean, for
4: overall, it's 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 a cute chick flick. Yeah, I think so, too. The one takeaway I had is Rachel Lee Cook, who plays the mom in this one. She was the the main girl. And she's all that. She looks just the same. She She has not aged one day. I'm like, how is that possible? I totally agree with that. Good skin care. I was a little jealous. She
1: probably <laughs> drinks plenty of water and has a great dermatologist. Yeah. <laughs> on <speed dial>. yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the big movie this weekend is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So I knew nothing about this character, which is obvious because as we've been talking about it coming, I've been saying shang Chai, which is wrong. It's Shang-Chi. Little did I know. No. <laughs> But oh my gosh, this movie is really good. Okay, so remind it. us
1: sort of the back the backstory of it.
4: Yeah, so this is another Marvel character, um, and it's about you know this young boy um, and his sister who have a father who is in possession of these ten rings, and you can use the rings. They're they're very powerful. But the father chose to use him for bad uh, instead for evil instead of good. And so once the son was kind of old enough to realize that he ran away from home, and so we fast forward to present day. and he is living in San Francisco, and he's just a normal guy, and he parks cars at a fancy hotel. And um, just kind of living life under the radar. And nobody knows his origin story. And his best friend is played by Aquafina, who, you know, initially you think, okay, she's in this movie for comic relief. But, man, she really has some drama skills. And we've seen that before. But she really, I thought, did a great job in this movie. But they're riding the bus one day and... Her his father sends some guys Mm -hmm. to find him to get a pendant that his mother had given him as a young boy. Well, I'm sure it's got something special (laughs) about it. And so that's kind of where it all starts. And so, uh, of course, he has to reveal who he is. He gets into a fight with these guys on the bus, and it's a very great action scene. Um, I mean, just really nonstop, very well done. And um, that kind of begins the movie where, um, you know, he has to hit the jig is up. He's got to reveal who he is and they have to go home and um, try to save the world. So as Marvel does, yeah, as one, way, does. As, as one
1: does, as one does in the best way possible. Does it set the stage, Tanya, for maybe more
4: movie like it for does. him to be a continuous character? Yeah, they do tell us at the very end. of course, you know, Marvel, they've got two bonus scenes, mid credit and post credit. And the post credit does say that we're going to see this character again. So I was super excited to know that. And it does just like, I mean, it just never stops amazing me how well they thread these movies together. So even like into the other Marvel sort of characters. Yeah. So this one to me uh, really weaves a lot with Doctor Strange. Um, But then there's also um, a nod to Iron Man. So, and of course, they talk about some of the Marvel characters, um, in the movie. But uh, one of the highlights for me, if you are a martial arts fan, you've got to see this movie. I mean, it is like watching a perfectly choreographed ballet. I mean, it is just amazing. And so, you know, one of the sub stories, I guess, is, you know, this, this guy, uh, Shang-Chi is taught how to fight with his fists and you know in a hurtful manner and as part of the story he meets his ancestors who teach him a new way to fight uh, that is more in unison with the earth and I know that sounds weird but if you see it it's like really beautiful I mean so I feel like this is one if you can go see it on the big screen it's worth it family friendly Yes, very family-friendly. I don't even remember maybe a few curse words. but And even the violence isn't gory, you know. Well, I
1: can't think of, like, Marvel for the most part. I mean, they do a, f- a good job of staying, staying on the other side of the line. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. may teeter it every now and then, but not... For the most part. You you know, you're, if your kids are old enough to even engage with it, they're probably old enough to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, you can't. I can't remember first trying to introduce uh, Neely to some, and it was just like, squirrel. Uh, yeah. The, you have to kind of keep up with what's going on. Um, but, but no, so that's good. So it is in theater. I mean, you mentioned we should see it in
4: theater, but can you stream it? You cannot, but you will be able to sooner than normal. I believe it's 45 days, and then it's going to be on Disney Plus and you don't have to pay for it once it is on Disney Plus. I
1: hear is it Cruella that just is now on Disney Plus, but it's not the the special Disney Plus. I think it's out for if you are a Disney Plus streamer, yeah, you get it you get it now. Did yeah, you see
4: that one? I did.
1: It was so good. Was it is it and it's is it true it's just for mom and dad?
4: Yes, it's or definitely older. so the way I think of it, you know how the the newest Joker movie was? Mm-hmm. It, It's kind of like the Joker in the Batman universe. It's kind of a dark version of Cruella in the One Hundred and One Dalmatians universe. So, I wouldn't want my young kids to see it. I
1: keep hearing that, yeah, Yeah. even though it's on Disney Plus. It's one that I think it's just more for date night for mom and dad or older. I think so
4: too. It's got a great soundtrack and it's got a great. I mean, the costuming is just amazing. Which
1: I've seen now, which is crazy because it's September 3rd, so Halloween's everywhere now. But um, her costumes for young kids is coming is resurging because of the movie yeah Yeah, it's funny how which is not even for them but because it's out there now they're all coming back for you know her and the 100 dalmatians and all that
4: yeah well it's funny you know the disney villains really have their thing i mean there's a lot of people that are just the villain fans of the villains and of course this is only going to rise they should have one for ursula yeah. Well, didn't they do or maybe they're working on the Little Mermaid? Live. But I think
1: it's a nice one. But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about giving the villains their day. I think it would be interesting to hear her backstory because I feel like she got wrong somewhere
4: and yeah. somebody something left turned, her. Yeah. yeah, something made her that it was way. was a man. It had to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I suppose. Yeah. Just did her wrong.
4: <laughs> what else do we have to look forward to? Um, well, coming up pretty soon, you know, I've talked a little bit about Dear he- Evan Hansen, but we have to wait a couple more weeks for that one. And that's the one that I'm most excited about. Um, but next weekend, we've got, it's called Show Me the Father. And it's a documentary from the Kendrick brothers, who we know from War Room, Fireproof. Um, so kind of a faith-based documentary. Um, so that's something that we can look forward to next weekend. The Card Counter uh, is another one. It's a revenge thriller that stars Oscar Isaac. Um, and I think that's one that's in theaters, and it may also be streaming. Um, and then Malignant is a new one out next weekend, and it's a horror movie. It seems like there's a new horror movie every weekend. We're getting ready for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. In fact, when I went to see um, Shang-Chi, there was a preview for Halloween Kills, which has been in the can for a couple of years. It just keeps getting bumped for ver- various reasons, most notably COVID. Um but I was like, oh my gosh, I can't stand to see. <laughs> I don't. E- I don't like to be in a dark theater and see something scary. Uh uh-uh. uh
1: No, not at all. But you said, what's the one that's out this week? Now you got me nervous to say. Oh, it.
4: Shang-Chi Shang Chi and the Chi. Legend of the Ten Rings, and that's a two thumbs upper. So Definitely. You got a long if, Especially if you love the Marvel Universe, you've got to see it. Yeah, I'll have to add that to my list. Man, you always leave here with like more things <laughs> to watch than I have
1: time for, Tanya. But but they always turn out good. So we appreciate your time here on good things. But you guys stick with us. We've get more for you coming up next.
6: It's back. That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV without repurchase. We want your old vehicle. Bring it in and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the King of Credits. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Dine Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Eclipse, stock number 1772, Mitsubishi 4 stock number 1795, 1999 down 39 for Once a year. details would approved credit.
9: This is the closing agri market report. The close on their cotton exchange, the Cotton was up seventy-three to ninety-four oh two. March cotton was up sixty-two to ninety-three twenty-six. The, the Chicago Board of Trade and Soybeans were up eight and three quarters to twelve ninety-two per bushel. January soybeans were up nine and three quarters to thirteen oh one and a quarter per bushel. December corn was down one and a half to 5.24 per bushel. March corn was down three quarters to 5.33 and a quarter per bushel. At the market till, October live cattle was down 1.25 to 1.2480. December live cattle was down 1.27 to 1.3092. October feeders down 2.57 to 1.6247. November feeders down 2.45 to 1.6527. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 41 points, 35,403. I'm Dixon Williams and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
2: The Delta variant is deadly. And if we don't make changes now, we'll be forced to make cruel calculations soon. Mississippi hospitals are overburdened and struggling with capacity. More people will die
1: because they won't have access to care. We must keep our healthcare system from being forced to choose who gets treatment and who doesn't. Please get vaccinated and follow CDC protocols such as masking indoors, even if you are fully vaccinated, and continue social distancing. Do this, and together we help ensure we're able to treat everyone who needs care. A message from the Mississippi State Department of
8: Health.
6: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty.
0: Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Things going on in Mississippi, particularly over the holiday weekend. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. But if you're gonna be up early in the morning drinking a cup of coffee, then you should tune into America's Roundtable. It will appear on Super Talk at 7.30 in the morning, 7 to 8. 8 o'clock before Guard Mama. You can find out what the most influential political businesses and media leaders are talking about on the new Saturday morning show. So that's America's Roundtable right here on Supertalk Mississippi. You can get it wherever you get your favorite SuperTalk shows. Whether you're streaming it live at supertalk.fm, you're streaming it from the SuperTalk Mississippi app, you're listening to it on your local SuperTalk Mississippi radio show. All I know is at 7:30 a.m. You're going to need a cup of coffee and on a Saturday morning to do to do that. I really do enjoy having Tanya Ann to share with us like movie ideas because I had gotten in a rut of streaming and watching like HGTV or you know you just get. Well, you just get comfortable with things you turn your TV to. So it's kind of forced me into watching different things that I probably wouldn't have in terms of like movies at home. I get stuck into just watching episodes of of TV shows more than just going and finding a movie to sit down and watch. I have to admit the whole Hugh Jackman movie reminiscence, it really is interesting and it's interesting to the point to think where technology may be in the future because the whole premise of the movie is they use your your mind and your I won't give away, but the mem- your memories and I'm thinking Well, it's like anything else. It's good and bad. But, huh, are we there yet? Like, will will that be something you could go in and where one lady comes in and she lost her keys, which starts the whole real plot of the story? But I'm thinking, what if you did misplace something that you really wanted or tried to remember something you couldn't remember? What would that be? Would you? Digital
5: hypnosis.
1: Would you do? I mean, or do you think that's completely like we're not going to get there? It's not possible.
5: I don't say I won't say we'll never get there. I think it's a little farther off than we might expect because we're just now getting to the point where we can create prosthetics that mimic real limbs and hands and feet and stuff like that using the the motors and muscles and we're we're getting there. I think technology will keep going in different directions and we'll see things that are created or invented now that we don't quite have the technology or the capability to, to pull it off will come about later. And I, I like to bring up the, the example of virtual reality, virtual reality was a pie in the sky idea in the seventies and eighties. And then the late eighties, early nineties computer power ramped up and they thought, Oh, maybe we can pull this off. And that was the really blocky kind of, Ugly looking virtual reality you had then, well
3: now it's we'll scary pants. Yeah,
5: off. they put it on the table, came back to it a couple decades later, and here we are where it, it's immersive. You can lose yourself in it,
1: which is a little creepy to think about. I think of it more lighthearted. I'm like, who needs marriage counseling now if you could just go back and <laughs> relive that time and space from the other person's perspective, and then be like, oh. Maybe I did sound or have a tone or inflection that wasn't, you know, the way I thought you were going to and sort of vice versa or whatever that, you know, sort of may be in that way. Anyway, it's a cute movie. So if you have time, I won't say cute. Cute's probably not the right adjective for it. It is, it is worth the hour and something if you're just going to sit down and stream uh, something uh, at home to sort of enjoy. I did like the idea, though, of villains getting their due when it comes to movies. I mean, you think about um, talking about Cruella, you have Malefic- Malef- Maleficent. Maleficent. Why is that a hard word? Why are all these words so hard? It's Friday. Maleficent. Do you have another villain that you think is owed its due in terms of its own it's on movie. The uh,
5: first one that comes to mind is Scar from The Lion King because he's so easily hated and he's got a name for something that obviously happened during his lifetime. So what was he like before he had the scar and uh, why did he decide to stick with that as a name?
1: That's a really good one. I, I would, I'm all for like I'm, I know I joked about Ursula, but I'm thinking you look at all the classic Disney movies for sure, where you have like the formula that they put together of some damsel or something in distress. You've got like the the good versus the bad, and then the rescued, and then you know the whatever. But those villains that you just assume to dislike, you know, they had they they gotta have a backstory, and you can make it. I guess whatever you. Wanted it to be, but it would be interesting to sort of hear from their perspective, whether it changes things for you for the original movie or not. Still, there's a story to be told. I think the
5: other, the the bad guy tandem that would be interesting to see would be uh, Boris and and Natasha from Rocky and Bullwinkle.
1: Yes. Or what about... How did they
5: meet? Why are they together?
1: That, you know, that's a, we're going to, we're going to table that, that is a good conversation to have on a future good things. But Tim McCartney says, I want to see Hook and Jafar's backstory. Hook was Hook got dumped by a girl. <laughs> I don't know about Jafar. <laughs> you can you can wind it all down to just love life gone wrong. Made you sour. No sour poses here. you got plenty coming up next on Super Talk uh, with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6 p.m. Rhino and I will be back on Monday at 2, but until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.